You are listening to the In Context Podcast. Hello and welcome to the In Context Podcast. Uh, This week is the second part of a two-part series on homeschooling. Last week we spoke to Esther and Faith and this week we have Rachel, Esther's mum, and Stella, Faith's mum. And we also have Jude, who's a homeschool mum and a member of New Life Church. Uh, Thanks for joining us and uh, welcome to the In Context Podcast. Hi. Hi. Great. That's very enthusiastic. It's the third time we've done this because I keep making mistakes. Hopefully we'll get through this in, in one go. Uh, so, Jude, uh, hello. Hi. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, just to give a, a little bit of info, Jude, how long have you been homeschooling? Um, Four years now. Uh, and what got you into homeschooling? Um, well, I always, I, I knew quite a few people that um, homeschooled their children. So um, I was always like interested in it, um, but I wanted to um, try my children at school. Um, one of my daughters is, uh, she was quite nervous when she was younger. Um, and I thought that school would help to encourage her to become a bit more confident and she'd be able to mix with lots of children and adults and um so yeah I I put her in school and then um she was in year two and then my youngest daughter started reception um but in fact um Grace my eldest daughter she became more and more nervous really um and um yeah just was really struggling in school her confidence was rather than it growing she was becoming less confident um she wouldn't leave you know, go to people's houses. Um, yeah, I just could see the difference in her um, and how how she was in school. It was sort of having a negative impact rather than a positive one for her. Um, and then Sophie, my, my middle daughter, started and um, she was just upset every day. Um, and yeah, so that was quite difficult. So that's when we decided to pull pull them out and homeschool them. So when you started homeschooling, you already knew some people and you had a positive yeah. view of homeschooling? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, obviously I was coming to your church, so I knew um, you and Rachel um, and I knew quite a few of other, pe- other people. Um, my sister-in-law, she homeschooled her five children in New Zealand. Um, so I was like, yeah, really aware of homeschooling and all it entailed, really. Um so one of the reasons you, you homeschooled was you were already part of the New Life Church homeschool cult. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> to become a member, you have to be a homeschooler. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's no, not so. <laughs> oh, class. Brilliant. And uh, Stella, what about you? How did you get into homeschooling? Uh, well, it's a bit of a long story. Well, it's not a long story. Um, so I... Originally homeschooled, I've got five children now, but originally when I only had four children, I homeschooled, um, I can't even remember how long ago it was now, homeschooled for two or three years, um, and then lots of stuff went on, we moved areas, and then we decided to put them back in school for different reasons, and then, so now, currently, um, I've got four children in school, and I'm I'm now home educating one of my children, which was Faith on the other podcast. Um, and I've been home educating her for about, is it coming up two years, a year and a half now? So, yeah. So you've got a bit of a, a mix and match with the homeschooling then. So you're not a, yeah. you're not opposed to 
uh, homeschooling, you're not opposed to schooling uh, the regular way. You, you, you've mixed and matched according to your children's yeah. needs. Yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you like, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, faith, um, yeah, Faith hated school, right. so it was just it's it's the best option for her. So, but the rest of them love it. So, yeah, yeah, great. So, I think that's why hopefully uh, today's podcast will be helpful to people considering homeschooling uh, or uh, people who've never even considered it because we've got a, a mix of different people doing it for for different reasons and in in different ways. There's not just one route of homeschooling, is there? So it'll be interesting to chat a bit later on, Stella, about how you uh, manage schooling mm -hmm. and having one child uh, home educated as well. And Rachel, what about you? How did you get into homeschooling? Um, I think I didn't know anything about it, really. And then you you started telling me about it, didn't you? And I... Um, did as you were told. Did as I was told. My <laughs> 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 wife. Um, <laughs> So that was, that was, we started oh, 12, 13 years ago, I think. Yeah, we didn't know anybody that homeschooled um, and I've never heard of it. And then we did meet a couple that, that homeschooled and then I kind of started to think about, I was working full time at that point um, we, and pregnant with um, our youngest. And um, yeah, I just, we started to, to looking into it together and that was kind of the start of the journey and then started homeschooling our oldest daughter and she was, took her out when she was seven. So again, we, we started homeschooling after already having a child in school. Yeah, and again, I think what I wanted to get out of this podcast was uh, there's quite a few myths in, about homeschooling uh, for the reasons why people do it but also some people think it's exclusive that you've got to be uh, academic middle class wealthy uh, but hopefully after listening to this people will understand that it's open to anyone really uh, it's easier for some people than for other people but there's no obstacle really that if you truly wanted to homeschool that should prevent you from doing that uh, so hopefully we'll be able to share a bit more about that later but what I'd like to do is find out what you actually thought about homeschooling because since we've started I've realized that there's a lot of people who have some weird ideas of what uh, a homeschool family would look like or behave like and uh, they're not unusual because I probably thought in a similar way until we started investigating it ourselves so Rachel what was your impression of homeschooling before we started? Um. As I said, I didn't know anyone that, that did it, but um, I'd, I'd, I'd sort of heard about it in America or whatever and, and, and thought it's, um, I hadn't really given it much thought, but from the context I was in at the time, I was working for social services. And to be honest, I thought it would have been a bit weird thing to do, kind of take a child out of um, the establishment, I guess, and to kind of homeschool them. I was quite, it would have been oh, a strange concept um, I remember saying to you, it's weird what people doing it for, what they've got to hide, they've always got something to hide. Um, I didn't know anything about it. I'd never, you know, never, I didn't really get it at all. That was very weird. And um, I guess then you meet different people and that kind of shapes 
um, some of some of your thinking on that. Um, but yeah, not not a particularly great. Uh, and I didn't really know anyone. It was all like pre-judgments and things I'd just heard or assumed, really. I know my my original impression of of homeschoolers were people who uh, didn't wash, uh, would collect bottles of urine and call <laughs> the kids tiger bread or something like that. Let the kids go and like play on railway tracks and stuff like that. You know, like New Year New Age hippie type people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was my my impression of, of of homeschooling from what I'd seen in the media. Uh, but what about you, Stella? What was your impression? Uh, I mean, my story is a little bit like your yours and Rachel's actually. I, um, it, it never would have ever crossed my mind. And then Paul, my husband, he um, he was, I don't even know how he got onto it, but he, he, he mentioned quite a few times, have you ever thought about homeschooling? What about homeschooling? And I, and I just, in my mind, I just thought, what planet are you on? Like, absolutely no way. Like, I just, I wouldn't dare. And, um, and I don't know, I mean, I don't know if I've had a, maybe it's just like, you know, being a bit judgy, but like I always, I just always assumed it was like a very, um, do I want to say this? Like a very Christian thing to do. Do you know what I mean? Like when you think of in America, you always think it's like really gorgeous, you know, American families, they've got it all together and they're all perfect. Um, and yeah, and I'm far from that. So <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a bit weird to be honest. And, 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 and I don't even think I, I actually thought of it on an education level. I, I thought more about, like, they'll be weird. The kids will end up like freaks, you know? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, as horrible as that sounds, but they'll, yeah, you know, no social interaction, like, what happens there? They'll have no friends. They'll be, you know, they'll be bullied by other people. And um, so that was my original thought on, on homeschooling. So it's not yeah. now, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so quite a common quite a common thought by by many people who uh who who think about homeschool in that way so jude you were the only person who actually had a positive uh thought about homeschooling before you started yeah i guess so yeah i remember actually when i was growing up one of my um a really good friend of mine she was homeschooled and i was so I wasn't happy in school. I really hated school. Um, and I remember just when we met up and she'd say what she'd been up to and I was like, oh, I'm so jealous of you. <laughs> That's all, that was my first impression of homeschooling, just thinking, oh, man, I wish my parents would do that. Um, but, yeah, and then and then I met, um, yeah, my nieces and nephews from New Zealand and, yeah, seeing them and seeing that they were just normal kids and to be honest, it was like they were fighting and I was like, oh, wow, they are just normal. <laughs> They're not like um, weird or, you know, just yeah, normal kids that fight and do everything that, <laughs> you know, kids that go to school do. Um, so, yeah, I've always had quite a good positive, you know, impressions of homeschooling. Hmm. Well, my, my, my reason for wanting to, to home educate was I, I was working for... Uh, two local education authorities. Uh, my eldest daughter was in primary school at the time, and the thought of sending her to the the local senior schools filled me with dread. I mean, even the best schools weren't the best environments. Uh, yeah, I, I wasn't really impressed with with the standard, not of the teachers, but just the, the lack of funding, 
the, the kids that will come the schools the schools weren't designed for a lot of the kids that the kids should have been in 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 a different environment, a lot of the kids who weren't academic. I just thought that, that the education system itself was was flawed. And uh, what really sealed it for me was I went to Richmond to see a friend of mine who was a missionary, and he has three boys, and they've always been homeschooled because the parents have always been missionaries, so around the world they've been homeschooled. And then uh, I think the eldest boy was 13, uh, another one about uh, 11, and, and, and a boy nine had moved to Richmond, they moved back to the UK. They didn't know anybody and we were walking around the park in Richmond. And I said, oh, when did your son bring his bike? I didn't realise he had a bike with him. He said, oh, it's not his, he'll have borrowed it. I said, oh, one of his friends. He said, he's got no friends. I said, well, who's he borrowed it off? He said, oh, I just went up to a random and asked, can I borrow your bike? <laughs> and, and, I, and I watched him and I studied him and the, the, the boys were so confident. They'd never had any peer pressure. They'd never felt any uh, intimidation because they'd never been in, in, in school to, to feel bullied or so they were just really really confident and my first impression of uh, the, the first family that I met who'd homeschooled was a very positive one uh, the kids were so confident they were doing well academically uh, they were far from socially uh, Faith said last week Stella socially deprived some of her friends thought she would be if she was homeschooled but they were so great at interacting not just with other children but with adults as well and I thought, wow, that's something that I'd like to see for my own children. So that started me to consider and investigate homeschooling. So and I think that's some people's biggest uh, fear is that homeschooling produces geeks. And I've often said, well, no, geeky parents produce geeks. It doesn't matter whether you send children to school. Uh, the main influence should be the parents, isn't it? So... Uh, and and some children will be shy and nervous whether they are schooled or homeschooled. It, it's I don't think it's the schooling that uh, determines someone's personality. It's something we're kind of born with and grows and develops anyway, isn't it? So what is your thought on social interaction for your children? Was that a fear for, for any of you when you first started? Jude, were you worried about how your kids would grow up being homeschooled? Yeah, yeah, it was definitely. I worried about... Um how they'd be socially um like I said mine my girls are a bit kind of quite shy and a little bit nervous anyway so um that was definitely a concern of mine but to be honest if anything they've just got more confident um and they I mean obviously not at the moment because it's you know <laughs> lockdown and everything but normally I mean they would socialize with children every day like every day they were seeing different children um and yeah, so soon after doing it, I realised that all that fear went because I thought, well, they're just, they're, they're mixing with children all the time. Um, so so where do they mix with other children then, Jude? What kind of things do they do to see other children? Um, well, they were going to a homeschooling group. Um, we went to the library. We did cooking at the library. Um, we did a gymnastics group at the library. Uh, no, sorry, not the library, the um, middle, Middlesbrough College. Um, and... They started rock climbing. Um, they were also going to the library. We were doing an outreach there, weren't we? Um, part of New Life Church, we were um, doing an outreach for children there. So they were going there, seeing children there. Um, so it wasn't just Christian children. They were mixing with um, Christian children and non-Christian children. Um, yeah, and then children on their street they were playing with. Um, so, yeah, just a variety of 
different um, different children. Awesome. And Stella, what about you? Were you worried uh, about having socially <laughs> outcasts, social outcasts? You know what? No, it, it's never really been a concern for me, to be honest, in that sense, like socially, because when I formed, I had four kids. Hmm. So that's a lot. Like, it's not a lot of kids, but. And then my, I've got, like, my sister's got six kids. And um, and then, yeah. And then obviously when I first started homeschool and I reached out instantly to other home educated mums. Um, and that's how, because I haven't seen you for quite a while. Um, and just lost touch in a sense. And, and, and that's how I got back in touch with Rachel. Um, through just looking on like little groups and um, yeah, I'm quite I'm quite forceful sometimes. So but, you know, if I, if I have something on my mind, I think you know it's it yeah yeah. So and Rachel, what about you? Because that was one of your biggest reservations before we started, wasn't it? Having uh, no friends. Uh, yeah, I think because we didn't know anybody, and then um, yeah, I just. All these things are going through in my head in terms of are they going to be able to um, be confident enough to to sort of be secure in themselves in the sense of in the future be able to secure jobs and um, are they are they going to get to the point where they're actually going to be able to actually leave because if they're in the house are they going to be able to get, ever get out the house to the point where they're going to go to college or just these like kind of thoughts in my head um, in the initial like probably year, I'd guess. Um, and then, yeah, just kind of seeing that's kind of the opposite of what happens, um, or at least our experience of the opposite of what happens, um, really. Like you were saying, I think because they don't have the peer pressure, I, you know, that might be a, a reason why there's not. Um, so then they are confident to, to go into different environments because... Um, haven't just been necessarily in their own peer group. Yeah, that's one real helpful thing. It's nowhere else in society is uh, a group of people kept in the same age group uh, for for fifteen years apart from in like Western schools. Really, is it? It's it's an unnatural thing. It's only recent thing within the last uh, couple of hundred years that we we've seen that where. Uh, 30 odd people are kept in the same class of the same type of people for the same age uh, for, for 15 years or so. So, uh, what I found is our children are, are, are far more confident at engaging with uh, adults and, and people from all backgrounds and ages, and I think more socially aware than they possibly would have been uh, if they'd have been in school. Yeah, so I think that social thing is, 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 a, is a myth. Uh, if you're from a family who uh, keeps themselves to themselves socially then I'm sure the children if they were homeschooled would do that but I'm sure they'd be like that at school as well uh, I've worked in education and I've seen uh, the similar types of people both in school and outside of school and I think that's uh, a lot to do with the, the home life as much as the, the education but one other thing that I'm often faced with when we travel and we we, we share that we're homeschoolers uh, especially Christian teachers will ask us, well, how, how do you do that? Have you been to university? Have you got, it, got a degree? Did you used to be a teacher? And many people are under the impression that to home educate, you must have a qualification in order to do that. Uh, and I like to remind people that I did actually teach my children to uh, 
go to the toilet, to, to feed themselves, to tie shoelaces, to ride bikes, to swim. There's so many things that we as parents teach without the help of teachers. Uh, why couldn't we also teach them maths? So does any of you have uh, degrees or teaching uh, experience prior? Stella, did you have any? No, no, nothing. No. I'm pretty uneducated, to be totally honest. <laughs> so, yeah, coming from me, if I can do it, honestly, anybody can do it. I'm so I, I can't like, yeah, I, I'm 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 really uneducated. I, I didn't pass any of my GCSEs. I didn't I didn't succeed in school. Um, uh, yeah. So no, no, not for no. Hmm. Yeah, and 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 from we saw last week with Faith, she's a, a very articulate young lady and 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 is doing well uh, with her schoolwork, isn't she? And and myself, I. I I come from a, a an unacademic background. I, I didn't have any qualifications. Um, but what about you, Jude? What's no, your background and situation? Um, sorry. Um, yeah, I got GCSEs, and that was that was it. I didn't get A levels or a degree. Um, mm. And to be honest, that was the thing that scared me the most: um, homeschooling, because I thought, how on earth can I possibly teach teach these kids when you know I can't remember. A, most of what I did last week, let alone in school. Um, but again, that's that's um, just a fear that we have. I think there's so many resources on the internet, um, and a lot of it you just like, um, you know, you're just facilitating their learning. Like they they have um, they do a lot of their maths online, and because um, maths was a big a big fear of mine because I I don't particularly like maths. Um, but yeah, it's it's there's so many helpful programs out there um, what maths program do you use um conquer maths mm -hmm. it is that's what i'm using at the moment um so that's i think he's australian um and that's really good that's that i think they do that up to a level actually um right. certainly up to gcse and and then there's another english package that we use isn't there rachel because what what is your background you're slightly more educated than i am you're posh for somebody from middlesbrough aren't you <laughs> um, I did go to university, um, but I had the same reservations. I thought, how, how on earth do you teach? And, and I had all this thing in my head that I'm, how, how can you teach nine GCSEs and and uh, equip your children equally to to skill? And it was it's a big, it's been a, an ongoing um, kind of thing in my head. And then what is good is I do have you to remind me that the academic achievements in life aren't always although they are I think we to do to put ourselves into everything aren't we and do all our best for the glory of God but ultimately you know I've, we've got friends who homeschool and and their kids are not academically ever going to probably achieve A levels or anything but they are better placed in the home environment because the education suits them better in that so we we didn't set out on this journey to produce academic super brains um i think you've got a responsibility within it to to teach obviously and to get them through and, and if they want to sit exams then encourage them to do so and equip them but that isn't the overriding goal within this is it and and i think that's kind of i, I would i hope i'm speaking on behalf of us but we've had loads of chats haven't we those three and that and we have to try and remind ourselves of that you know we you know we know that we're not Einstein's ourselves so we can do our best and we and but it's balanced with um 
the other things that are important as well. Yeah, so so we're looking to help raise uh, children with good character and uh, happy children with good character rather than uh, raise boffins, isn't it? Academic. Uh, we, we encourage our children to work hard in whatever they do, but uh, their how they how they work is more important to what result they get. So I'd like to see my child put a hundred percent in and get a D or an E, then be half-hearted and get a B or an A. So again, it's again it's about personality and character that we're trying to develop, not just GCSEs. GCSEs and qualifications are, are just a part of why we homeschool. But there must there must be a there must be a cost. We we say that anyone can do it, but it is easier for uh, some people than others. We we struggled. We uh, were working when we we started Rachel. So share a little bit about. Uh, th there was a lot of sacrifice involved. So how did we uh, alter our lifestyle so that we could home educate our children? So we were both full time, weren't we? Um, but then I gave my job up. Um, and yeah, there's, there's, of course, there's cost implications. Um, but I don't think to the extent that probably people think there are. Um, certainly we that was another one of my worries thinking how we're going to afford this and what if we couldn't and we're going to let them down because you know they could go to school and get all this sort of um, things for free um, the cost the internet is a big bonus obviously so it's got loads of resources on and um, there's loads of people out there because homeschooling even in non-Christian circles is is majorly increasing so um, the resources are becoming more and more, um, certainly be, loads more than we, we saw when we first started. Um, more and more people are, are producing things and trying to help each other. Um, so, yeah, it has cost implications. You've got to factor that in. But certainly, I think you'd agree, Jude, sell it not to the extent that you probably we thought it was Obviously, GCSEs can be costly. You've got to find somewhere. You've got to pay for them up front. Um, if that's the avenue that the child wants to go down and you think that's appropriate. Um, but, yeah, I, I wouldn't say it's 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 sacrificial, but it's not way out that you, you couldn't necessarily do it, I don't feel. And, Jude, would you mind sharing a little bit about your situation? Because you're homeschooling in, in quite a different situation. There was some people think that uh, you need to be wealthy, uh, you, you, only middle-class people. You, you probably are middle-class, to be honest, but <laughs> you, you, you don't live in a middle-class area, do you? Can you just no, share exactly. a little bit about your context? Yeah, so I live um, just quite very close to the church um, on a housing estate um, and, yeah, in just a little three-bedroom terrace house um and um i'm a single parent um and i'm working part-time for the church so yeah so on paper i shouldn't really be doing it but mm. <laughs> um it's no i think like you said before if, you, if you're willing to do it i think you can do it despite what your situ you know most a lot of situations you can you can do it in so 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 as a single mum uh in, in on a council estate how are people in the area treating you as a home educator? 
what kind of reactions do you get from people? Well, they're just really, really positive. Like everyone that I meet sort of locally is just so positive about it. I mean, my neighbour, I was talking to her a few weeks ago and she said, oh, if only I knew you when I, my daughter was younger. She said I'd have homeschooled because mm. um, her daughter was really unhappy in school. And she said I was desperate to do it, but I just didn't know anyone that did it. And I didn't think I could do it. Um, so yeah, everyone is just really, really positive about it. I've never had anything negative about about homeschooling around here. Um, people just accept it, um, and are really positive. Uh, and what are the challenges? Work, working part time, uh, being a single mum, and home educating, like you say. How how do you fit all that in? Because being a, a single mum alone is difficult without having to home educate and work at the same time. So how do you work that? How, how do you find it? Um, yeah, I mean, to be honest, it's I have my days where it's pretty tough. <laughs> um, and I think the hardest thing is just, with my three, it's the incessant talking. Just talk to <laughs> me constantly. Um, but no, I mean, on on the whole, it's, it's really positive. I really enjoy it. Um, and I... You know, it's just about making sort of thinking of creative ways that you can do it. Um, like the other day, we got some cardboard boxes and we partitioned my dining room so that we all had our little desks. And so we were all working together. That works quite well for about an hour. And then, <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, no, it's, it's, um, yeah, it's been, obviously it's hard because you don't have anybody coming in at the end of the day to help you put them to bed and things like that. So it's full on. Um, but being a parent is full on, isn't it? It's, you know, being a parent is hard work. Um, so it's, it's, it's good. Awesome. On the whole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Class. And, uh, Stella, you were described last week by your daughter as not being posh, but a bit more posh than a dad. So <laughs> what is your situation? Are you rich, middle-class, uh, Christian academic homeschoolers what's your context like uh growing up i wouldn't have said we were we weren't middle class i lived in a private housing estate like and my mum and dad were fairly comfortable financially um we had a nice big four bedroomed you know nice house and um I, I always say I'm I'm posh without any money. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, but and then at Paul's um, was brought up his parents were drug users and he was involved in crime and um, so yeah we we brought we were brought up quite differently me and my husband. But um, what was the question? Sorry for what we said. <laughs> so, so people have an impression of what type of people can homeschool. They think it's quite uh, exclusive. But I'm just trying to highlight on uh, today's podcast that people from all walks of life can do it. And I was just sharing the different contexts that we have. And and, and I think uh, Paul and yourself is a, is a good example. Like, like myself, I, I, was, I was a drug user and not really academic yet. Uh, I think more and more men like me and Paul would love their children to be home educated. Uh, and again, we're far from the stereotypical ideas what people have if 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 people met paul then they know what we were talking about so <laughs> he, he's, he's he's similar to me yeah. uh, a lot of people who who listen to this podcast think i'm full on 
And if they had me and Paul together, I don't think <laughs> know what I'd do. <laughs> yeah, can't get a word in. Um, yeah, I think um, actually Paul's really um, he's he's really clever, Paul. So like the maths, I, like I said, I'm really uneducated. Um, I just mess about in school and stuff I wasn't interested in, in being educated at all and, and I just couldn't get it I'm more creative if, if you like than, than academic uh, whereas Paul's really academic so it's really good for me because obviously like what Jude was saying about the maths like I'm honestly I, I can't it's like funny I can't even tell you what my three times table is I'm that <laughs> I'm that uneducated but so if ever's a problem with with maths Paul will jump in and he can help but um but a bit like Jude I've I've only ever really had positive um reactions to to me being a homeschooler and i and but i do think that's more because it's something that i strongly believe in and it's something that so i think when when you when you're telling someone or they're asking you a question and you're really confident in your answer you can't argue people can't argue with that it's like i know this is what i believe and regardless of what you're going to say to me it's it's not going to make any difference whatsoever you know so um but I do think there's definitely a stereotypical way of thinking in regards to homeschooling, definitely. But um, luckily I've not, you know, because I just shut people down if ever they said anything negative anyway, to be honest. So, <laughs> yeah. I think it's, um, sorry, I think it's interesting as well because out of like everyone we know, I would say, same for me on, on the estate, I've never encountered anyone that's been negative and it's, and yet when I go places and they say, oh, what do people on, you know, know where we're from? What do people on the estate? I bet they think it's weird. I bet it's, I bet it's get alien for him. It's the complete opposite. Yeah, in fact, it is. If I've kind of experienced any negativity at all, it's amongst the, in the church, amongst certain Christians, never, ever experienced it in non-Christian circles and never on like estates. It's, it's the complete opposite. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. That that that's similar to me. To be honest, I've I've only ever had a couple of people who who who's had an opinion on on it um, negatively, and again, same from the church, um, saying it's not normal, and you know you're not qualified to educate them yourself. And but most people, but most most people I speak to about it are quite positive. Yeah, uh, a lot of people say, well, how do you do ministry if you're homeschool? A lot will say. That, that ministry should happen at the school gate, which I think is a bit daft, really, because it makes out that the only people that you can evangelise to are parents, and not everyone on a, on a council estate is a parent, and even those that are parents, not all the children go to school. Some have left, some aren't of school age yet. So how has it affected your, your ministry? Because it will affect the ministry some way. Has it been negative or positive? And how have you managed to get around this all-important school gate ministry, which everyone mentions to us? We, when we, when I've met this, the the mums, they've come here um, to our house, or I've gone to theirs, and maybe they've got younger children. I've taken um, not so much our eldest now; she's she's older and and at uni, but. You know, when they were younger, I would maybe take that we would I'd take them, and they'd look after their younger children, and um, while I could spend time with the mum, um, I've done Bible studies when our youngest has entertained a toddler, so I could get on with the the Bible study. It's very much instilling into them that this isn't just us; this is a family 
we do this as a family, we decide things as a family, we do the ministry as a family. When we've had outreach at the uh, local library and we've put on, um, you know, we had our family sessions there three days a week. We take the kids. Esther sometimes led, you know, some of the the um, mums and toddlers sessions, as in the sing song bits. Um, so, because because I think what people probably do, and, what, and it was probably my understanding, it, it, it was I was seeing it as just lessons. How am I going to get in all these lessons, and then have time for ministry? ministry is not going to leave me a lot of time if I've got to teach, you know, nine or three. But because we saw it as um, it's, it's all encompassing with them and the teaching within it, it's never been a, an issue. Um, and in fact, it's been a bonus because when I've been able to talk to a mum, then I've had another helper to help me with a, a, chi- a child or, you know, if I've gone shopping for somebody They've come with me. They've got the shopping. Obviously, it, it does mean that our kids have been exposed to things that maybe definitely other children won't have seen because we've had people here coming off drugs. They've, they've given their bed up at a minute's notice, that sort of thing. They've been here during the day. You know, if we're dealing with so you're dealing with so I'm dealing with someone, you can't just then say, oh, get, I'm going to get a maths book out. We're dealing with a situation. So that, that's been impacting, but... Has it been detrimental? I don't think so. I think, if anything, it's been um, advantageous to rounding them a character and and understanding, like, life really is not one list of just subjects. Cheers, Rachel. And, and Jude, what about you? How, how have you found uh, homeschooling affect your, your ministry? Has that made it harder? Has it made it difficult? Um, no, not at all. I think it's it's like Rachel was saying, I think it's been um, a real advantage. I think, um, yeah, the children obviously go everywhere with me. Um, so anything that I'm involved in, in the church, they'll come. They'll come to toddler groups. And like Rachel was saying, they'll play with the, ch- the other children. Um, so they're involved in that. And I think it's really, certainly for my children, I think it's really it's been lovely for them because they really feel part of the church and they really feel like they're a integral part of the church and they're really important. Um, so that's been, that's been really lovely and encouraging. Um, and just for example, like, um, a few months ago I was out on the green. Um, so I live, um, there's a green just opposite where I live. So often Jacob will, uh, my little boy will play on his bike out there and my little girl will be on her scooter and so I'll be out there and then neighbours will come and then I'll get to speak to them. And I've had some good gospel conversations with some of the neighbours. Um, and, you know, that's come about from me being outside with the children. So I just think it's being mindful, isn't it? Of everywhere, you know, your whole life is ministry, isn't it? And um, that they're just can um, be involved in every part of that. Um, and I think it's really, I think it's really good for children to see. Um, it's it's a good example for the children really to see that you're you know it's not just a sunday and a wednesday night that, that our whole lives are um living for jesus isn't it and um yeah so it's been yeah it's been really it definitely hasn't held me back <laughs> um awesome yeah it is important to realize that that schooling isn't separate to ministry it's it's our whole lives are for uh, glorifying god and for 
sharing the gospel, isn't it? And uh, Stella, you were in a, in a similar situation with uh, your husband Paul. You you you've run a house church for a number of years and been involved in different types of ministries. So, uh, how has homeschooling affected your uh, ministry? Has it been positive or negative? Yeah, just exactly the same as Rachel and Jude. Uh, it's just life, isn't it? It's just you just it's every day is it's like you say it's just the family they do everything with you don't they they, 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 they come along for the journey if you like um i know originally when i first uh homeschooled my children were smaller so and i only had four at the time um and they just they went everywhere with me so i used to run a, a massive parent toddler group in billingham and um I had to get there early and set it all up with a couple of other women and they just come, they helped. Um, and, and again, just they went off and played and they went and entertained other people's children while I got a chance to chat with the mums and and that's just kind of you make relationships as well and they and they just kind of follow you through life and then you meet you meet new people and um yeah, it's it's difficult now because obviously, like I said, you know, four of my children go to school and I've got just faith at home, but um but again, no, it doesn't, yeah, no, it's just the same, exactly the same. It's just life, like you said. I love the fact that they experience things that other children wouldn't normally experience and, and they see life for reality and not just some, um, I mean, obviously, like you protect your children from certain things, but there is other things that I don't think would, is a negative than being exposed to, if you like. Um, and that, and that's, that, that is a, a really good point, Stella, because many people think that, in particular, Christians homeschool to put their children in a little bubble. Uh, and, and in a sense, we do. We, we, we have them in a gospel bubble, but that, that doesn't protect them from the realities of life, from death. Uh, our children have witnessed death. Uh, like yourself, Stella, uh, our, our kids have uh, grew up around drug addicts, uh, ex-offenders, uh, alcoholics, and have seen... Uh, the beautiful thing that it is when somebody gets converted and saved and free from drugs, but they've also seen people who have turned their back on Jesus, went back to drugs and, and died through various addictions or ended up back in prison. So, uh, yeah, C can you think of some of the things that your children have seen that they wouldn't have seen if they were at school? Um, yeah, uh, so I, I was um, doing like a Bible study and a woman who was coming to our home school um, uh, homeschool, <laughs> home church, sorry. Um, and she was, uh, she'd been a Christian for like 30 years. Um, and then all of a sudden just suffered with really horrendous anxiety. She couldn't leave her apartment. She, um, if she went into us, which was why our church was perfect for her because she didn't have to walk in a building with like loads of people where she would panic. And, um, and honestly, even, even now I met her the other day for a walk and, um, they've seen her go from, a shell of a woman to now just being well like Jesus is just totally set her free she's um so yeah and um we you know we've had people who've been um alcoholics on drugs just the same same stuff um but yeah I think that, I think the only thing is as well is um sorry for rambling on but um it it's hard to it's hard to not because sometimes you can spend too much time like doing your ministry and kind of neglect your kids so you need a good balance as well I just want to add that you know like it's not like you neglect your kids all the time to do all this stuff your kids are with you they're part of it it's not like 
it's not like you go over there and sit with them kids it's like it's it's all part of the process and um and it's all positive so yeah if that makes sense yeah, yeah. Definitely. I don't want. It, I just don't want it to sound like you know you fob your kids off in a, in a way, and, and and then and then you're off doing all this awesome stuff, because yeah. um, it's not it's not like that at all. Yeah. And again, that is a, a tricky balance to get, isn't it? Because if we are educating our children all day, th- then do we just want a break from them when the school's finished? <laughs> uh, when do we have quality time? How do you do you manage quality family time alongside the teaching and the ministry? What kind of things uh, do you do? Me. Oh, oh sorry. I thought you were <laughs> talking. I'm sorry. No, go on. Well, if you can share, Stella, share. Uh, so, so one thing that we do is that every Saturday, like mid morning, like 10, 11 o'clock, we do a big brunch uh, with the with the kids, and we do like a little Bible study with them, um, and just kind of catch up, see how they've been. Is there anything they want us to pray for? Is there anything that's the, like they can testify? Is like, you know, um, and then like we'll just do usual things, watch, sit and watch movie, have movie nights with them, go for walks, take them to the parks, um, go and visit family. I mean, obviously it's a bit difficult now with all this COVID stuff going on, but um, but yeah, so. Well, everyone's homeschooling now, aren't they? So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's rock, it's rock hard, homeschooling, schools, children. Yeah. All this, we're just saying all the work that they've got to bring home. It's, yeah, it's hard work, that. Mm-hmm. Right, what about you, Jude? Um, yeah, I mean, like Stella was saying, I think it's, um, you know, you just often in the evening we'll, we'll watch a film or we'll have games nights or um, we'll go over and see family when we can. Um, and yeah so and and also I think the beauty of homeschooling as well is like you're saying it's not it doesn't it's not necessarily nine till three every day you can um you know you can cram quite a lot in when you're just doing it with what two or three um to sort of a smaller space of time so you can um we tend to have like the afternoons um kind of free where we'll see people um or we'll go they'll go swimming or um, do fun stuff in the afternoon and to um so not not obviously at the moment <laughs> <Just> <laughs> um but yeah so it's uh it's getting the getting the balance isn't it of uh yeah, yeah. Ministry, doing schooling and having fun hmm. yeah what about you rachel anything anything to add what do you do with your kids to to unwind, get the star drops out, and clean the toilet and things like that? Yeah, we we all like to clean the house together. It's one of the uh, top priorities. <laughs> one of the OCD <laughs> things you have. Just the um, just the same as what everyone else is is saying, really. Um, and it always, I think, yeah, it is important to 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 carve out that time, just as it would be if your kids were in school and you were doing ministry. You'd carve out that time. It's nothing kind of different. Um, sort of to add on to it, I do think um, for 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 me, I think it's it, it's always good to try and find a, a kind of home school group that um, you know. There's different ones out there. There's ones that I wouldn't want my kids to go. The ones I wouldn't want to go. Um, but the one kind of that is really good is that you've got kind of like-minded for us, like-minded people who who know the struggles but know the benefits and um, 
yeah, I think that's, would you agree, Stella, it's good to kind of have a, a group base of, of support? Yeah, absolutely. That was going to be what I would, um, my, my advice would be when anyone's thinking about homeschooling, that is a definite for me. Like I said before, that when I made that decision um, to homeschool, that was one of the first things that I did was reached out and looked for other like-minded people. You do meet people that you don't connect with um, along the way, but then you do um, establish a group of people who, who you do get on with, like you said, who are like-minded. And yeah, where's Jute? Jute's disappeared off there. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if a battery's died on the on the laptop. Yeah, so again, we we don't want to come across on this podcast that we are advocating homeschooling is the only way to go. Uh, but what we do want to do is show that it's a valid option. Uh, not just for people in ministry, uh, for for anyone who's considering what is best for uh, their children's education, then I hope that this has uh, uh, got rid of a few myths. And then it, we want to be honest, it is challenging, it can be hard work, and uh, th there is sacrifice needed to homeschool, but the benefits for us far outweigh uh, the negatives. Uh, but it's up to every parent to make that choice uh, for their situation in life. But it is a consideration that has benefited us in ministry in a hard place. Well, what I'll do is I will put up some links for uh, homeschooling resources, uh, websites and groups if anybody is interested in, in, in investigating homeschooling or if people are already doing it and would like some extra help, then we'll add some links to uh, the, the podcast site and the YouTube uh, channel. But... Uh, what we'll do is we'll say goodnight. Thanks very much for your time, Rachel. Thanks, Stella. And thank you for Jude, who's also gone. Thanks for listening to the In Context podcast. You are listening to the In Context podcast.